What turns you on? For me personally, mm-hmm. like every time I somebody tells me I can't do something and I get the, and I get it done, I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm really hurt. Like I got that shit done mm-hmm. and I told you I was gonna get it done. It's like the ultimate motivation. You're like, oh, you thought I couldn't do that? I'm the same way, honestly. Nothing motivates me more than that. Tell me I can't do something, that's really gets me going, like, you know? <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Hilo with Emrata. We have a very special guest on today, but I just wanted to start by saying that y'all who are listening to it on audio and everyone who's watching it on YouTube, there, we get a lot of comments on both sides like, oh, I wish there was a video of this or, oh, how do I listen to some podcasts? All of these episodes are on YouTube. You can watch the entire videos. If you want to li- just listen, we're on anywhere you get your um, podcasts, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever. So please take a listen there or go to YouTube and if you want to watch the video. I also just wanted to say that while Hilo is no longer going to be a Sony, we are just taking a little break and there will be updates very soon. We're not going to be leaving you all hanging. But in the meantime, there are 102 episodes that you can listen to of High Low available to you. And that's not even including the subscription episodes, which includes questions from all of you, player voice notes. So if you want, subscribe. Thank you all so much for listening and being a part of this community at High Low. And so grateful. And everyone who's worked on this with me here at Sony, I'm so grateful. Big shout out, especially to Rachel and Matt. So today we are doing an interview with Bia, who's actually on tour. We're catching her backstage in Washington, D.C. I'm just a huge fan of her music. I think she's lovely. Let's get into it with Bia. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. Thank you so much for being here, Bia. Are you good to, to start? I'm so good. Thank okay. you so much for having me. No, I really appreciate it. Where are you right now? You're on tour, right? Yes, right now I just got to D.C. So I'm on like the sixth stop of my tour. It's been such a vibe. What kind of vibe? <laughs> it's just been like a party. Every city has been so surprising. Like this is my first headline tour, so... It's just been so beautiful to see, like, my fans. I'm always the opener, so this tour, I'm the headline. is way different. Congratulations. That's so exciting. I want to kind of get into your roots before we get into, like, where you are right now. Um, You're from Massachusetts, right? Yes. What was growing up like? I know you talked a little bit about, like, attending studio sessions when you were younger and helping rappers record, and I just wanted to, like, hear about that and what how you got into music as a kid. Well, I always feel like I had, like, this music thing in me. I just loved music. My mom loves music. My stepdad used to always listen to, like, rap CDs with me and buy me all these songs that my mom wouldn't buy me. So I just loved music my whole life. And eventually, like, when after high school, I was just immersed into, like, a rap circle. So I felt like I was just 
soaking it in without really realizing like I'm gonna rap one day. But mm-hmm. it's just it became like a way of life for me, like this expression, hobby that turned into just my life. Um, how close is it's uh, Medford? Is how close is that to Boston? So Medford is like probably 15, 20 minutes from Minnesota. Okay. You could take the train or you could take the car. So you were kind of in Boston hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. And, okay, word. I lived in seven different cities in Mass. So like I lived everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what kind of rappers were you like? What I'm trying to picture you like, were you 16, like in the studio? Like what's the, like, give me visuals. I think my friends back then rapped mm-hmm. and I was just around them and they were just like really, really good. Like honestly, for for the time and the age, they were probably like 16, 17. They were hard, like really, really rapid. So I felt like I just like soaked it up, but didn't know that that was going to be like my thing later on. Mm-hmm. So then how did it become your thing? Somebody asked me one day, they were like, can you rap on, on my on my mixtape and I'll write it for you? And I was like, write it for me? Like, are you dumb? I'll write it myself. Like, yes. I need you to write it. Yeah. So I went and I wrote it and it was so good. And everybody was like, oh my God. Like, Wait, how old were you? I was probably like 18. Oh, damn. So it was like, okay, you weren't rapping in high school, but like I right after. Like, I was high school, but it was like right after. But yeah. if nobody asked me to do that, I probably wouldn't have known that like I liked it so much. But you had the confidence to be like, no, I'll do it my damn self. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was fire. <laughs> yeah. So you must have, some part of you must have known, like, I'm going to be good at this, right? I think I'm just really independent. And I was like, I can do it. What like, were you? I think that I'm, I'm like that with everything. Like, I'm, I feel like I can do a better job myself than to just let somebody else do it for me. Yeah. Trust no one, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, but well, it's true. What were you going to do if you didn't get into music? Like, what was the plan for Bia when she was 17, 18 before you did that verse? You know, I think I was like, I don't think I knew then. I think I was at that that age and that place in my life where so many young adults are, where they're just like trying to find their calling and like, what's my thing? You know, mm-hmm. I think I always tell people too, like, you got to try everything because if I didn't try, I would not know what my thing is. And, you know, sometimes like you fall into your calling you don't you don't just wake up and be like, oh, this is my calling. Like sometimes like you just it finds you. A hundred percent. I honestly think that's more common than the other side of it, of like you wake up and at the age of six, you're like, this is my thing. It's always been my thing. That's well, yeah. rare and often like times put onto somebody. Like we've had a lot of child stars and stuff on the podcast and they didn't really choose it, but then it was like all they knew, you know? And for me, I mean, I don't know. I'm still figuring out like everything that I'm good at and whatever. So I feel like it's a good message for people to to hear that and know that you got to try everything. Yeah, we're 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 just learning every day. Like we're students of the world, we're students of culture. So it's like all we can do is just immerse ourselves in the things that we love, and in that hope that we find our passion and things that like you know speak to us. A hundred percent. So. You did this verse. You're like, that was really fucking good. Were you like, this yeah. is my passion immediately? And then what happened? Um, Like right after that, I just started doing music constantly. Like I would I would be like, it would be like four in the morning. I would sit in my room, throw headphones on and just write to beats. I was always writing, always sharpening my pen. And then, you know, one thing led to next. I shot my first video. I put it out on YouTube, got found from there. And I just worked at it for like 10 years. Yeah. Honestly, that was one of the things that I really like about your story is like you have been grinding 
you have been doing this. And I feel, you know, sometimes people have this sense of like, oh, it's overnight success. And it's like, it's there. It's never like that. You know, you have never. to work, 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 work. So you, you said you've, you've been on a bunch of different tours. At, we actually had Victoria Monet on the podcast, who I'm obsessed with. I missed her show this week in New York. And I'm like, so sad about it. It's so sad. Because she's amazing, but she was talking about touring with Ariana, and you did that as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were on the same tour. And what was that like? What was that experience? It was amazing because it was actually, like, I want to say my first or second tour, and it was my first European tour. But to go on tour with, like, girls like Ari and Vic are so—it's so, like, such a learning experience. They're so phenomenal, so talented, and they've been doing it for so long, so— I learned a lot on tour with them. And then like they be they just became my good friends. Like we'll always be friends. I just I love them. They're so inspiring. That's so nice. What kind of things did you learn on tour with them? Well, like they're both really hands-on with everything. Like in like Victoria, she does a lot of choreo. Mm -hmm. Like I was never a choreo girl, like on that tour, but this tour, my first tour, my the really hard tour, I'm giving so much choreo. And it's like I have such a respect for the girls that that sing, dance, rap, and do choreo. Like, it's a whole different game. I feel like everyone's moving more towards dancing and doing choreography. You have to, because people want to see a good show. Like, mm -hmm. nobody wants to see a boring show. What do you think that is? Like, do you think that's TikTok or Beyonce or, like, what? Because, I don't know. I saw Renaissance change my life, so... It's me, too. See? Right? You know, that, too. Yeah. It's like, you see someone like Beyonce who's been doing shows for over decades and like killing it and just like her show is so phenomenal so you got to know like it's just if you want to if you want people to come see you you got to do your best to give the best show I know I feel like post-COVID I've I've been lucky enough to see so many different concerts and the difference of like somebody who really gives it all and thinks about it as like a show a performance not just like they just want to see me and listen to my music which I feel right. like we were in that place, you know, but maybe maybe 2020, whatever. Now it's like, no, you have to you have to keep us interested. And like Beyonce does that like nobody else. And honestly, I think um, from what I've seen in Victoria and it sounds like you, too, like that's where everyone's at. Oh, I love that you say that, because when I when I did my show set for this tour, I, I really cultivated like a set from top to bottom. I was like, OK, from the first song to the last song. I want to take people through like moments like I want to take them on a ride. One thing I love about you, like when I was doing research and everything is just you have so many women in the industry that you ride for and that ride for you. And I think that's really beautiful. Can you talk about like, was it always like that for you from day one or how did that is that just who you are? What's what's the story there? I think I've always been like that. Like I always have a lot of homegirls, a lot of girlfriends, like I'm not a weird girl, like, you know, I'm I'm a show love girl, so mm. I think a lot of girls, like, love me back, you know? So um, it's just, like, I just support what I like genuinely because then I never feel bad about supporting that, you know? Yeah. I feel like it just has to be genuine with me, and, and I'm a good reader of character, so I feel like I get genuine vibes back, mm -hmm. and I always wanted to be that girl in music that, like, was genuine about who I'm supporting and, like, the energy I'm putting out into the world because... I didn't always receive that like right away. So I just wanted to do that for the people that so that they know it's like a real thing. Yeah, I think genuine support. It's like people who maybe don't work in the industry don't understand that how many people kind of only feel you when they can get something from you. 
And you experience that so much. And it's confusing because you're like, oh, is this like playing the game, whatever? And ultimately, those relationships are really shallow, you know? And mm-hmm. the ones that are are good are the ones where you are genuine and you feel like, okay, this person I have a connection with, we ride for each other, we like each other's music, we actually have that. The other stuff, mm-hmm. whatever might, you know, collaborations, whatever else might come out of it is on top of just me vibing with them. Yeah, I go, absolutely. I go into everything genuinely, like wholeheartedly, 100%. And then, you know, if it, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least I know, like, when I go to sleep at night, like, I'm the same person with everyone. You called Rihanna your muse once. And I was like, I want to hear her talk about Ri. I just, I love her. She's a girl's girl. Like, she's, she's one of those people to me that when I met her in real life, she was everything I hoped for her to be and more. And she's always supported me, you know, before I was, like, who I am today. So... Oh, she did a video to my song, Best on Earth. That's so sick. Were you screaming? Yeah, but we have been, we, she, she, I've been following her and she'd been following me back mm. for a while before that. So I was just a big fan. And I just like, you know, when somebody you love and admire so much just like shows you love, you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> and also it's so rare when you meet your hero and they actually live up to the... Because that doesn't happen either. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So, but I've heard that about her, actually. Like, people who I know who are friends with her say, like, she is actually as amazing and real as you would think. I love her, man. <laughs> um, what about Nikki Minaj? That's my girl. Yeah. You know, you've worked together a bunch, right? Yes. Like, Nikki, like, has just done so much for music. Just opened so many doors for women like me. So I just... It's like you have to have nothing but love and respect for her. Mm-hmm. I love her. Uh, yeah, I mean, I met her once, and she and I was like, I'm a huge fan, and it was I was like 2014 or something, and she was so nice to me. Was like, oh, we'll take a picture, whatever, and yeah, I ride for her hard. Right, I ride for the girls that love me genuinely, like yeah. that. Like, show me support and show me love, like that's love. Like, what can I do but to reciprocate that and respect and love back? A hundred percent. And it's just nice that there's so many ladies, you know? What would you say was your big, like, break where you're like, oh, damn, this is next level? And there can be a couple, Um, obviously, but. Yeah, I feel like in my career, I've had so many, I've learned that just life and career is just so many moments. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all about, like, just moments. You have so many moments. Some moments, of course, like, they feel bigger than others, but I feel like they're all pivotal to my story or like, you know, I'm sure like you've had moments that you feel like happened at a certain time, timing wise, it it like was one way, but it it does one thing for you. But it's like certain moments also hit you emotionally. You know what I mean? Like a hundred percent. To explain, like I've had so many moments. I can't I can't really pick one. Yeah, I get it. It's like the personal versus the the one that maybe was the loudest in the world. It's so different. Like which one matters right. to you? So, okay, give me an example of a personal one where you're like, wow, this is a huge moment for me. Maybe nobody else will feel this way, but, like, I feel like something has changed. Like, this was special. So when I did Best on Earth with Russ and Rihanna did the walking video to it, the next day, like, when I woke up and everybody was hitting my phone, they're like, oh, my God, did you see Rihanna posted your song? She tagged you. It was like that moment for me was like a full circle moment, you know? Just like doing the song with Nicki Minaj, doing the remix, whole lot of money. That was a full circle moment for me. 
doing the Latin Grammys with J Balvin and Pharrell. Full circle moment for me. Like, there's been so many moments that changed my life, you know? So I, I can't I can't pick one because they've mm-hmm. all been like, they're like your kids. Yeah. Because you've been doing this for, like, since you were 18, how do you feel the industry has changed? Like, what have you seen in your career? I think it's a lot more, like, I think artists are a lot more overexposed now than they were back then. I think there's, like, not a lot of mystery mm. uh, to people's lives. And I'm a very private person. Like, as as outgoing as I am, I love to, like, have some things that are still for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's been, like, a difficult one for me is, like, kind of finding that balance between what to give and what to keep for myself in, in the world that's so forever changing and evolving and, and so, like, overexposed. Yeah, kind of demanding. They, like, want to know every part of your life. You can't just be this artist. Right. Yeah. And it's like, people say, well, you signed up for this. And it's like, well, did I sign up for that? Or did I sign up to make music mm-hmm. and to make people happy? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you don't always sign up for, like, you know, oh, do you want to know about what's going on in my personal life? Like, okay, I guess I can, I guess I can share a little bit, but... How do you feel about sharing stuff about your personal life? It was funny because when I was like doing research and looking, I was like, I don't know who she's dating. Like, and I I respect that. I like that. Um, And it's obviously a personal decision whether you talk about it or not, you know, but um, how do you like what what are your lines around that stuff? Well, I just feel like, you know, I want people to focus on the music and I want people to get to know me as a person. Mm -hmm. So I don't want them to care about like what I got going on. Yeah. Well, that adds a whole other level of pressure, too, right? Not not so much, but a little bit. Yeah. Wait, is that your cute little dog in the background? Yes, it is. It's Mia. Mia! Oh, my God. She's so cute. She's Mia, tiny. Come here. She's she's on alert right now. Oh, why? Mia! She's looking at the door. Hi, she baby thinks, girl. Hey, Mia. Are you backstage hey, right now? Yeah, I'm backstage. This is my dog. Oh, she's so cute. I love it. She come everywhere with you? Yeah, she comes everywhere. Nice. She's such a good dog. So when are you done with this tour? How much longer are you touring? Let me see. We got probably like two weeks left. Okay. Uh, we, we, we're we just getting to the middle of the, the East Coast run, and then we're going like out west, Dallas and Texas and then west. Are you looking forward to doing more of it, or are you like ready to go yeah. home? Yeah. Okay, okay. I wish you can come. I know. Been... I got to come to the West Coast, maybe. Oh, that would be fire. The LA show is going to be good. Where's home for you? Home for me is Boston. I just did the Boston show. How was that to go back It was home? crazy. Yeah. Like, doing your hometown, those, those are venues, like I said, I opened for people my whole career. So to go and headline those same venue, it's, like, crazy. Must be so, like, to have that kind of success that you've always wanted and dreamed about is must be really I cried. Wild. My mom was there. My sister was there. My Aww. friends. Oh, your mom's still in, all the, them are still in Boston? Yeah, my mom was crying. She was like, oh, my God. What was it like going on tour with Ariana versus, like, Pusha T? Both, you know, you've toured with both of them. What was the difference between those tours? Okay, so that's a good question. I think every tour, like, the fan base calls for something different. Mm. So... Going on tour with, like, Pusha is, like, a real, real hardcore rap fan base. They really want to hear you rap. They really want to see you come with bars. This like, impress me, you know? Mm. So um, that was, like, a really good tour for me to go on for my first tour because I had to learn a, learn a lot about crowd control and just, like, 
really work in the room mm. with not a lot of theatrics versus like a tour with Ariana, that's an arena tour. So you have like 20,000 people that you have to entertain. And at that time, I didn't have dancers. It was just me and the DJ. Wow. So that that was great because we had to really learn how to like work a room of that many people with just us. Yeah, I remember Victoria saying like, she was like, you don't understand. I was doing my own glam. Like I would get yeah. out there and I would just do it. Were you doing your own glam as well? Yep. Oh my God, damn. That's that's we really have, intense. We did everything. We probably had, I probably did a lot of the styling, glam. Like it was just, one of my, it was probably my first or second tour. Wow. Yeah, and to play such big shows, that must have been surreal. But what a good way to learn. Absolutely. I feel like that's that's the best way you learn. Somebody just has to throw you in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've been very good at avoiding rap beef and drama. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I'm just not really a, like a, a drama. I'm on my business. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm into like and what I got going on. I'm never really into like letting people drag me into things that have nothing to do with me. Yeah, you protect your peace. Yeah, I'm I'm very like zen. I know I get that vibe. I'm, I respect it. It's not always easy when you're in the public spotlight and everybody has opinions and comments and whatever to kind of just be able to stay centered and be like, nah, I'm just gonna skip all of that. And a lot of times it's not like really us. It's sometimes like the fans or be the internet, you know, things like people that try to like stir things up. So I try to just stand clear of like, unless somebody says something to me personally. Mm-hmm. What's your relationship to the internet? Do you like, what are you an Instagram girl? Are you TikTok? What's up? I love the internet because I feel like it's, I wouldn't have the motion that I have if I didn't have the internet all the time. Like I use the internet for a lot of things, like to reach my fans, to talk to people directly. So I like the internet. I think you just got to use it for what, what you got to use it for. And you're not, you can't just get consumed in it or what people say. Mm-hmm. And what what's your favorite? Like, what do you like to use? What do you look at the most? Instagram, most Instagram. TikTok? I love my Instagram. And I tweet sometimes. Twitter, X. I love TikTok. Twitter. I still love it. I like still like looking at Twitter a lot, but I know it's controversial now, so. I feel like if I go live, I go live on TikTok more than Instagram ever. Smart. Yeah. I've heard you say you feel really connected to Gen Z. Like on TikTok, I just feel like they don't judge you as much. Like Instagram, I feel like it's like, all right, take it easy. Watch what you do. Watch what you say. Mm-hmm. I feel like on TikTok, like you could be like your best, most authentic free self. And people are like, yeah, no, they, they don't judge. They like that more. And Instagram yeah. feels like weirdly professional or something. It's not even professional, but it's like you have to be careful. And anything you post, you better be committed to that. Whatever TikTok, it's like you just throw it up. All right, so you have a bunch of new music that just came out. I wanted to talk about that. Stay tuned for more High Low with Emrata. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Welcome back to High Low with Emrata. You dropped an EP called Really Her, yeah? Really Her, yeah. How's that slapping for people? Let's get into it. It's slapping. It's for the girls. Like, it's for the it's for the girls that get it, I feel. Mm. Tell me, tell me what the inspiration was behind it. The inspiration is just is really, it's like the title, it's really her. Like mm. you gotta wake up and you gotta feel like you're really her every single day. That really, was me. Really yeah, that I felt bitch. Really that bitch. Like when I when I cut this whole project, I was in that mode. Like I was mm. just like, I want, I want everybody to feel like this. I'm all about manifestation music. I'm all about getting to a bag. I'm all about getting fly, putting that shit on. So mm-hmm. I feel like this was for the girls that do that. Right. And sort of like fake it till you make it. Even if you're not that bitch yet, you're going to be if you act like it. Well, I'm already that bitch, but hundred percent. But the manifestation like, I feel part like if of the it. Girls, if the girls that don't that don't feel like that, this is for like get into it. I love that. On four seasons, you rap about athletes sliding into your DMs. They love that shit. They really love that shit so much. How do you feel about the DM slide? I'm not really like a DM slide type of girl. I feel like you got to pull up on me in person. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Like I got to see you in person and I got to be like, all right, what's a given? Mm-hmm. You need I to pick up on their it. energy in person. You can't. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's tough though because you're like, oh, this is cute. But then you don't know who the hell they are. That's how I feel at least. Yeah, I feel like, but I feel like if somebody really wants to get to you, they'll get to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100%. First, okay, you've said when it comes to people that you're interested in that hygiene is a top two. What's the other things that, like, what are the qualifiers? If, if somebody's trying to get with you, what are, the, what are the things? Well, definitely, like, hygiene, like, top one. Okay. And got to, like, have their own thing going on. Like, I, like somebody has to have their own thing going on. Mm-hmm. Can't be all wrapped up in what I got going on. Yeah. It's not attractive, oh, right? Yeah. It's mm-mm. I would say like, oh, that's a tough one, girl. I feel like my my list changes ever so frequently. So where, you know? where is it at right now? What are you feeling? Right now I'm like oh, I'm healing. Mm. I'm on a self journey right now. I am too. I'm feeling it. You know? Yeah. You feel that? Like yes. I'm not even worried about y'all. Like Yes. I'm not stressing it. Yeah. We don't even care what y'all are doing. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. You're like, I don't even need to think about qualifiers because I'm not thinking Wanna about this shit. Want to go get a shit. drink? Yeah. That's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. You know, I feel like it's almost like what you were saying. There's mountains, whatever. My thing I've been saying a lot recently are there, is there's seasons to life. And I'm right. like, there's different seasons. And sometimes you're, you know, that girl who's out all the time and like doing that. And then other times... You're just doing it for yourself and like you're not worried about it at all. And I think right. you need both. You know, you got to and you got to do whatever feels right to you in those moments and just continually check up on yourself and be like, if this isn't I don't want to be here. I don't have to be here. Right. Yeah. We have to normalize like as women knowing that it's OK to have seasons. Yeah. Like it's OK to to have a season where you're like, OK, I want to be in love and I want to be in this. And it's okay to have a single season and it's okay mm-hmm. to be like, all right, now I don't want to talk to anybody's season. A hundred percent. Yeah, no, I um I feel like a couple of my friends who are single, we've talked about how annoying it is. Like if you're like, Yeah, I'm not really dating, I'm not really seeing people, people will be like, Oh my God, we gotta get you out there. Like, let's hook you up with that. And we're like, no though. <laughs> yeah. 
like something's wrong. Yeah, you wanna... and it's nothing's wrong. Like, no, no, I'm doing well. <laughs> like, just because I'm not spending my evenings going on dates with men that I'm not really that interested in doesn't mean that I'm not doing absolutely wonderful. I'm sad. I mean, I'm sure it's hard being on tour too when you're traveling and stuff. Like, you you want to focus on yourself. You want to feel good and talk about no drama. Like, you need to have that, save that energy for the performance, right? Right. And it's really hard to date when you're on tour. Like, if you have somebody that you're seeing, like, it's really hard when you're in a different city every single day for the next, like, three weeks, month, two mm -hmm. months. It's different. Yeah. And you also, if they come with you, then they're just doing your thing. They're riding on your coattails, which is hard. Yeah. Nobody wants, like, to have somebody that doesn't have their own thing because, you know, and most people that, most type of guys I like, they have, like, they're busy, too. A hundred percent. I like that, too. It does make it hard, though. Okay, another really hard track. You actually had Nene Leaks in the video for Millions. What was that like filming that? Yes, bling, bling, bling. Mm -hmm. just my, I love Nene. She's iconic. Mm -hmm. I just, like, just when I heard that phrase, like, bling, 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 but it's mad, I was like, well, we have to put this in a song. And I just wanted it to be, like, once we had the, Nene's vocal in the song, we were like, okay, now we need Nene in the video. She was so down. So amazing, has the best energy, and she's beautiful, like, mm -hmm. absolutely gorgeous. And she puts that shit on. So, like, it was a vibe. Yeah, it, I love that video. It's really, and the song is beautiful, too. What about, like, making money? I'm, I'm thinking about millions in the song in general. Like, what about making money and how you spend it and you don't? What is your attitude around that? Oh, well, uh, girl, I'm a Leo, so, like, spending for me is, like, I love spending. I love to put that shit on. I love to, I love nice clothes. I love shoes. I mm -hmm. love a look. Mm -hmm. I love runway. I love everything. I love pieces. So it's hard for me, okay? It's hard for me. I understand. And I wish I was more that way. I have like, I've just gotten more comfortable about spending money. And really? I've been doing this shit for a long time. Yeah. See, now I'm I'm in my saving bag. Okay. I think I like, I think we reverse. Good. I'm a Leo rising, so I have that. I'm a Leo rising, Gemini, Aries moon, so I have that no. energy. Oh, yes. my God, I love that for you. Thank I'm you so much. <laughs> I'm a Leo, Gemini, Scorpio. Oh, my God. Wow. I've never. Whenever I tell people my signs, they're like, you are a crazy bitch. That might, you might top me with the Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's so funny. Do you like astrology? Yeah, I like it. Okay. <laughs> When did you get, what do you feel about astrology? Well, like, I don't know too much about it. Like, okay. I'm like, to astrology, but I find it to be kind of true. A hundred percent. That's how I am. That's where I'm at as well with it. Yeah. Like, but also because you have such banger, every single sign is like a big, big one. I would be into astrology too if I were you. <laughs> like, I'm, it's like smoking me. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, every day I'm like, oh no, don't read me to fill the horoscope. <laughs> Damn. I get it on my um, FYP on TikTok. I get a lot of like readings and stuff. And I'm just like, damn. <laughs> yeah, Leos, there's so many famous people who are Leos. It's fucked up. Or at least have Leo placements. Flo Millie was on here. She's a Leo. There's like a few different people you look up. And she was telling me actually that like she started naming people. And it was like so many people who are famous have some kind of Leo. Yeah, it's crazy. Like yeah. musically blind, there's a lot of Leos. Interesting. Um, I used to think that they were assholes, and then I found out that I was one. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, these cocky, like, this is why Geminis get a bad rap is because, like, we, they think that, and then I was like, 
okay, never mind. <laughs> like, my, I didn't know my birth time until my son was born. So I like never knew. And then I was like, oh, oh my God. Wow. You're one of us. Wait, so let's get back to really her. You put out an international deluxe edition. Why did you do that? So I, I did so much traveling, so much touring in the last two years. I had a couple features with these artists from other countries that I absolutely loved. And I wanted them to be like highlighted in their own way. So me and my team were like, oh, it would be such a fire idea if we do the deluxe as an international pack and just highlight all of our international features. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited that we did that. We got some videos coming um, for some of those songs. And I'm just so excited because like, I got to really experience like a lot when I traveled and worked with these other artists. And they're so incredible. Who, what kind of artists are you, who are you referring to? So I worked with Sferabasa from Milano. He's from Italy. He's like so talented, so fire. Everybody in Italy loves him. We were shooting a video. People were like chasing him down the street. It was like, oh my God. Wow. It's crazy. They loved him. So he took me around Italy. We had a blast. Sounds and so then fun. Um, I got a song with Tion Wayne out of London. He's so fire. Odomoto Black from Nigeria. He's crazy. Wow, you're putting me on. I don't know these people. This is good. Yes. Yaisel from Dominican Republic. So, oh my God, just go listen to them. If you mm -hmm. want to dance, go listen to Chiquita. Okay. Damn, this is good. I like, I'm always trying to listen to new music. So that must be amazing yep. now being in the position where you get to choose people for your tracks, like in a way that, you know, you had re and I, I don't know just different people coming to you and being like open for me or come on my track whatever and now you get to be the one who's like oh I like what you're all about I like what you're all about yeah I love that and even like with the tour the girls that I picked on the tour Lakia and Libra they really rap and they're so good and I just feel like like I said earlier if you just align with the things you genuinely like like only good things can come out of it I only align with what I genuinely like what do you think is next for rap music and specifically for like female artists and rap because I feel like we've seen such an explosion it's really amazing but what do you think is kind of the next evolution stay tuned for more high low with Emrata. welcome back to high low with Emrata. that's a great question um, I can't speak for female rap and as a whole all I can speak for is kind of like me mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm I'm dipping more into like R&B space into just more different genres so that's been really fun um I think that as I as I grow and as I put out more music I won't just be doing rap I'll mm -hmm. be doing like other genres yeah I love that I think it's so nice how you don't have to be one you're not like one type of musician anymore you can really cross genres you see that even with like the how many Latin musicians are going mainstream and like it's so exciting that you don't have to be stuck in that box. Yeah, you can just wait. A lot of your projects have been EPs and I was wondering what you like about EPs more than albums. Oh, you you asked me some good questions today. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, okay, what I love about EPs, right? Like, okay, I I'll break it down like this. For where I've been, like, what I love about an EP is, like, I can digest it, like, a lot, sometimes easier than an album. So what I felt is, like, EPs are, like, seasons. Like, it's, like, a mood. So my first EP for certain was a mood. Really, her is a mood. I think my debut album is going to be more of, like, a collection of everything that I'm capable of and everything that I've done. 
But it's, before I could get to that, I felt like I needed to to get off these EPs, you know? Yeah. Because and I, I felt like they were, it was like essential that they were sonically one thing. Like, I don't like to mix. Like, I wanted you to be able to listen to it from top to bottom and say, like, wow, this is a cohesive project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's... And I it's didn't almost- feel like that off yet on an album right and I mean an album is so much it's fun to be able to like show all of that with different small projects right right yeah oh I love that I felt like that story I needed to tell it a little bit more mm-hmm. before I can go and tell my album when do you think you'll want to do that I'm just curious this comes year okay like, wow you've I'm been busy on my album I've been working on my album simultaneously like my debut album but um Right now, like, I'm really focused on this project because I want everyone to hear it. I love the Really Her, mm-hmm. the, the cuts from the EP and the Deluxe. So I just want everybody to hear it and sit with it and focus on it for a second. Mm-hmm. And be inspired. You can be inspired by that and the reaction to it and then go from there. Yeah. Well, we do this thing at the very end where we do, like, kind of rapid fire questions. I'm just going to start firing away. What are your icks? The icks um. Not minding your business is a nick. You're very about minding your business. I see you yeah, minding right. your business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not smelling good is a nick. Mm-hmm. How many icks do you want me to get? Because I can That's really good. go That's good. Those are good. I mean, <laughs> you know, who's, I mean, you work with so many people um, and met so many people, but who makes you starstruck? Who is someone that you're like, damn, that just, I'm starstruck. Oh my God. I was just saying this the other day. Can I say this one? Hold on one second. Okay. No. They told me I can't say it. Okay, damn. All right. I'll tell you off camera, though. Okay. Okay. Can I just say it? Method Man. Oh, my Girl. God. Wait, why can't you say that? Okay, because it's like, you know, I'm trying to be respectful. Okay, well, damn. Yeah, I understand. Well, He's we won't married. go in. Yeah, but you can just say starstruck like you couldn't believe it. Yeah, he makes me a real starstruck. I'd be like, like some, a different kind of starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest regret? My biggest regret will probably be not starting sooner. Mm. You started yeah. so young, though. Not really. Like, when I, well, like, I have a little sister. She's 23. I always have told her since she was, like, 14. I'm like, whatever it is you like, do it. Like, now. Mm. You know, don't wait till you're, like, 21. Don't wait till you're 25. Like, whatever you like, just start it. I just say that to everyone, no matter what age they are. Wow, that's so crazy because I feel like you did start young, but I understand. Um, I feel like I was I was immersed in it young, but I didn't start young. Mm-hmm. Like I was around it, but I didn't start like I didn't I didn't have probably the confidence enough to start it until like somebody else was like, "Hey, you should start this." Right. I wish I would have started it when when I was exposed to it and been like, "Oh, I like this." Mm-hmm. Totally, and like I can do it no yeah. matter how old I am. Whatever. Yeah. How would you like to be remembered? How would I like to be remembered? Oh, so good. Um, I would like to be remembered as an authentic, good person. Like, I want to be known as kind. I want to be known as someone who will push the culture forward, somebody who will, who's not afraid to take risks, um, who's not afraid to be themselves wholeheartedly. That's me. That's beautiful. I love that because that's just also about just being a good person, which is nice. Yes, I'm all about good, genuine vibes because— yeah. We live in a weird world. You have to put out the energy you want to receive for real. Yeah. And I think so many people focus on their image of themselves rather than like just how they're living. And I feel like that gets confusing. It's better to be like, this is who I want to be. 
this is the kind of person I want to be in the world and then the rest will follow. Right. Yeah. I've been meeting my fans on the tour and they've been so sweet. And I've been like, wow, this is crazy because they're like really a reflection of how I would want them to be like as people in the world. Yeah. So I think that like the energy that I carry is important because that's what the people that follow me and listen to me are going to carry with them. And that's what that's what they're going to give to other people. Yeah. And if you keep that front and center of everything that you do, whether it be your performance, your music, whatever, that's going to it's going to permeate everything. What turns you on? For me personally, mm-hmm. like every time I somebody tells me I can't do something and I get the, and I get it done. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm really hurt. But I got that shit done, mm-hmm. and I told you I was going to get it done. Um, it's like the ultimate motivation. Yeah, I love it. Like, oh, you talk- thought I couldn't do that? You better, like. Yeah, I'm the thought? same way, honestly. And nothing, nothing motivates me more than that. Proving someone wrong. Tell me I can't do something. That really gets me going, like, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so that's what there is me on. Yeah. But for, like, a man, I love, in, like, an assertive man. Like, a man who just, like, Knows what he wants, big boss. You feel me? Yeah, I wish there were more of them. Yeah. <laughs> the real ones, though. You know what I mean? I don't want the act. I want the real. I want to. You want the real boss. Yes. Like, and you got to write it all the way home. Like, all the bosses come find me and my girl. We outside. Yes, but there's not enough of them. Where are they? <laughs> Where are they? Because they, I see here? them be acting like that, but then they don't actually follow through. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, my girl is calling y'all out, boys. <laughs> it's real, here, though. Here. Yeah. Okay, last Google search. Last Google search. Oh, food. Definitely food. Okay. Are you a foodie? Every city. I'm the girl on Yelp. Trying to get, like, the best meal, find what's up in yeah. the city. I'm on Yelp. Like, people, the whole crew is like, oh, where should we eat today? I'm like, say less. I'll let you know. Two minutes. I love that. Look views. Like, I love food, girl. Me too, honestly. It's, like, one of my favorite. It's one of the reasons I love living in New York, because there's just so much good food. So it's- Good pasta and Italian food in New York. Mm-hmm. I love some Italian food. Okay, uh, what's next for you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a makeup line. I have a beauty line called Beauty for Certain. I love it. I've been like just spending so much time like with the formulas, testing out the products, and it's been a new passion for me. And I just love it so much. Um, your makeup nail- looks so good right now. Yeah, I saw your nails too. Thank you. I'm a nail girl, so eventually I'll probably come out with my nail line because I do nails. I learned how to do them in the pandemic. And, like, me and my homegirls, when I have a day off every once every year, <laughs> me and my homegirls link up and do, like, a nail day. Damn, can you do nail art? Yes. Wow. You know what? One day I'm going to have to pull up on you in person and we'll do a nail day. I would love that. I never have mine done because for modeling, like, they always take them off and redo them. So it's like this yeah, summer I had right. such a good set and I was feeling it so hard. But, yeah, no, I would. I love it. a good set and mm-hmm. you can let it rock. Like a week or two? Yes. Come let me know, girl. I'm gonna get I, you right. Are you kidding? I'm like, oh yeah, no, I don't go to the nail place. I actually called Bia and she came what? out <laughs> and did my nails. I only do my homegirls. Like we only do like it's it's like a real thing. You gotta if you know me, you know. Like it's like my I love nails. It makes me so happy. Like after music, it's like nails and That's beauty. That's cute. I love that. Yeah, your makeup looks amazing. Thank you. Your B is good. I love a good, a good soft glam. Yeah, um, it's so, it's like the colors are good. They're just going to hear and not be able to see it. But she's got like the perfect like berry lip and the lashes. And I love a blush. I'm really loving the blush. Oh, I got to send you some of my makeup. This I is would my love blush. that. Oh, really? It's so pretty. It's like yeah. nice and bright. 
Yes, I love a good brand. Oh, and you know what else? I'm getting into the design space. Okay. Yes. So you're doing it all is what you're telling me. West girl. You can be head to Tobia if you want. Yes, you could be head to Tobia, but I got something fire I'm working on that when I get it, I'm going to send it to you. Oh my God, I would love. You're going to love. Yes, I like want more women who really are getting dressed every day to be designing clothes because that's when you know what's up. You know what I mean? Talk about it. Talk about it. But that's real. Like I'm like so many times clothes come and I'm like, it's almost there, but it's not. Yeah. And I'm like, it's because like Hello. a woman who gets dressed didn't design this. So they're not thinking about body. They're not thinking about like how you dress it up, dress it down. All right. Thank you so much, Bia. I so appreciate you being here. So excited for everything. I wish I could see your show. Maybe I'll come out to California just to see it. Thank you again. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. That was Bia. Um, I loved what she had to say about being genuine. And um, I really recommend you check out her music. She is so talented in so many different ways. She can sing, she can rap, and she just has a really specific sound that is unmistakably her. So um, go give her a listen. And as always, feel free to leave comments on Spotify or in the YouTube comment section. We love hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all soon. Low with Emrata is a Sony Music Entertainment and Bitch Era Media production. Our executive producers are me, Emily Radikowski, and Matt Raz. Our showrunner is Matt Raz. Our associate producer is Rachel Choder. Today's episode was engineered by Samantha Gatsik with original music by The Crystal Pharaoh.